0: What's going on, Phil and family? Before we get started, I want to talk to you about something, and that's Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Hold on, let me explain. First, it's free. There's creation tools that let you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more places. And you can also make money from your podcast. I know that's the part that's the part that everyone's going to like. You can make money with no minimum listenership as everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's get to the show. Two days ago, I had this nice, simple life. And now it's a nightmare.
1: Stop. Are you? My name is Sarah Connor. Never seen one like you before. Almost human. I am human. Why do you care what happens to her?
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, listeners of the Film Frequency, as well as people from the Breaks Media, and we are welcoming listeners from the Hameen Media Group. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Uh, I, I wish I could say that, but, you know, it's this is our debut episode. Uh, so if this is your first time listening to us, make sure you go and check out the archives. I'm your host, CEO Hayes, and with this podcast, I'm joined by my brother. You guys may know him from the Pro Wrestling Reflection. Is that the... Is that the correct name of the podcast?
1: Technically, it's Pro Wrestling <laughs> Reflection. <but> yeah, <laughs> close enough.
0: And that is the Prodigal One JB. What's going on?
1: What's going on, CEO Hayes? What is going on, Breaks Media Family? What is going on, Fam Family? What is going on, Hameen Media Family? We're all over the place. I'm definitely excited to be with Hameen Media. I'm doing some work with them as well. But it's just, we've known each other for. A long time, years now So it's, you know, again, it's something that was a matter of time happening We're just excited, ready to talk some news We got Dark Fate tonight
0: Yeah, and I wish that we started this off on something better, honestly But uh, I do have hot takes though, so we'll we'll talk about it
1: so what, this It's not, not, not what, 10 out of 10, no?
0: Uh, no, I'm, we're going to go ahead and bury the lead there It's not a 10 out of 10 But uh... Let
1: me ask you this uh-huh. I'm going to ask you this right off rip And only our most loyal listeners will know what I'm talking about If you go back and listen a few episodes in Like I'm talking about one of our first episodes Even going back to last year Are we going to see the return do
0: you know who I'm talking about? Mm. Mr. Petty? Oh, Petty
1: Roosevelt. Petty <laughs> Roosevelt. Are we going to see him tonight?
0: No, it's it's not quite that bad on this, honestly. Um, And we can jump, we can fuck it. Let's jump right into it. Because I think the first thing we need to talk about is a lot of the backlash coming out. And I feel like it's mainly framed around, at least from what I've read, and you can tell me if you've seen different, it's framed around the fact that John Connor got killed early on. And That isn't my problem with this movie at all, personally, because I think that every movie since Terminator 2 has got John Connor wrong. And I think these movies have always really been about Sarah Connor. Uh, That's when they've been the best so them killing john connor wasn't an issue with me for for me at all i like seeing them do something different if you're going to bring the series back and try to make a new trilogy i don't mind them trying to do something different but i think that that's where a lot of people are so taken out of it because of john connor being killed now the film doesn't have a lot of good in it either um but the the whole john connor thing didn't bother me at all what did you think about that and that was like in the first five minutes of the movie
1: right so Uh, Like you, I I went and I did some research. I just listened to what critics are saying, what what everyone is saying, and I cannot find one person who was actually okay with John Connor dying except now you and also myself. I didn't have any issues with John Connor dying. I mean, I understand why they did it. Now, could they have made the story a little bit better moving forward? Sure, and we'll get into that. But the fact that they killed him so early in the film... I'm absolutely okay with it. A lot of people are saying, oh, well, it defeats the whole purpose of Terminator 2. Not really. I mean, Terminator 2 is what it was. That's a separate movie, and it's on to the next one. I mean, there's been other movies where uh, it was kind of the same exact thing. So I have no problem with John Connor dying. However, if we're talking about that opening scene, what really did shock me was seeing freaking Arnold Schwarzenegger. And for a second, I'm like, did they shoot this scene like 30 <laughs> was <this> years like- <laughs> ago, and they're bringing it back now? Because I was yeah. shocked. But it's... As something you brought up, actually, uh, for those who, who, uh, who have not, go ahead and check us out on Facebook. Uh, we have a, a Facebook uh, fan page at Film Frequency, Facebook page. But you, you posed a question the other day. You were talking about a James Dean movie, possibly, in the works. And them using the whole, I believe you said the thing, CGI, we were talking about like, de-aging. Schwarzenegger, actually all three characters, Schwarzenegger, uh, Furlong, and also Melinda were all de-aged here. What do you think about that? Um,
0: I mean, that's this just uh evolution of the technology we've seen. I mean, when you look at like Ant Man, uh, with Michael Douglas being aged back as far as he did, um, and damn, there's something else. Uh, Lin- Linda, not Linda Hamilton, um. Carrie Fisher in Rogue One at the end when they de- de-aged her and had like a young Princess Leia pop back up. Like this technology is at the point now. Uh we're getting we're getting gearing up to see Irishman, which is a lot of de aging technology there as well. We're getting to the point to where, um it, it's 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 almost seamless honestly it just depends on how long it's on screen the lighting of the scene like they were outside on the beach so it was completely lit up and it still looked very good for the most part um but like it, it especially shines when you're in like a darker um uh, scene and it it almost looks like you can't tell the difference there so the de thing doesn't bother me at all i, I liked seeing it did when you especially seeing Linda Hamilton there for, I think she looked the best out of her, like Arno had the glasses on. So that was cool. But Linda Hamilton, it was like, Oh, Oh yeah. She still looks great. But uh, they, they do some weird stuff with her uh, later on in the movie. But yeah, I didn't, I wasn't bothered about that at all.
1: Now. I mean, you talk about the times changing and I agree with you, but just to kind of jump into dark fate a little bit, in my opinion, and I can be wrong. I may be wrong. It might be my own opinion, but the CGI was was way overdone in this movie. There's a difference between adding CGI as an added effect to enhance the movie, and there's also a way to do CGI to totally just... The entire movie was just... I mean, it was way over the top, in my opinion. In Terminator 2, we saw some CGI or whatever the name of the the effects that James Cameron used in that, but it was done in a different way, I feel. uh, Also, the romance of it, back in 91 when Terminator 2 was made this was something new to us we've seen so much CGI and so much of these visual effects now in, in 2019 that for me it was like oh whatever it was it was okay nothing completely like you know jaw-dropping or shocked to me we've seen a lot of these things over and over I, but I do think the CGI was done way too many I mean I think when it comes to CGI less is more what do you think
0: I think CGI is best used when it's it used to enhance practical effects. That's when it's best. When you still do like Terminator Two, the reason why it looks so great is because it's it's a lot of practical, even like the scenes with the liquid terminator, they did you have some actual liquid on set that they used to do some of that and enhanced it with CGI of the time. That's when it looks the best. That's why Terminator Two ages so like there are scenes in in Terminator Two that look better than the scenes in this movie. Agree
1: and that's because
0: it's so reliant on just CGI. I think we've, we're getting we're getting overboard. But like with the James Dean thing, when we get to the point and we'll talk about that more on the on the news episode next week. But when you get to the point where you're completely bringing actors back to life through CGI, that's that's something I'm not ready to sign up for. Um, For a whole role, for scene like Peter Cushing coming back, um, that's different. Like that's a role that he's iconic for. So you bring him back for one scene and he's gone. But to bring someone for a totally new role back from the dead, that's an issue.
1: Absolutely, and I do have one more question for you because I love hearing your opinions because you and I agree on a lot of these things. Now, uh, let's be realistic: the MCU has made billions of dollars with their movies, Mm -hmm. and I kind of have the feeling like a lot of people, in some ways try to mimic their movies in certain ways. And some people have said that Dark Fate was trying to go along the lines of a MCU type of movie with their with the action scenes and a lot of the couple different things that they were doing. Do you see that and if so, would you agree on that or should everyone just stay in their own lane or I mean, what do you think about that? do I you even say, see that. that I, would, I would say
0: with the action scenes cuz I mean, the action scenes at this point none of them are original. Everything's been done to a certain degree. Um how well you pull it off or some of the intricacies or what what makes a difference. So I wouldn't say that that's where I see it, uh like the comparison at. I think with every movie, every Terminator movie since 3. So 3 was kind of supposed to be the end of a trilogy, but um, the one with uh Christian Bale, Genesis, and this one we're all supposed to start new trilogies. How about you make one good movie first? And that's where I think yes. they, that's where I think the MCU thing comes. Everyone is worried about building these uh, these universes and not every movie or franchise needs a whole universe. Not every movie is going to need, like if you get a sequel, fine, but to, to set out out the gate before you even know what the reception is going to be to say, Oh, we're going to do three movies. It's, it almost fails every single time.
1: Yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent. And even with that being said, kind of the way this movie ends. I know I'm dropping ahead, but we'll go back to the way the movie ends. It kind of leaves open, a possible sequel to this movie. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't see that happening because let's talk numbers. A hundred, approximately one hundred eighty-five million dollar budget. They grossed in the U.S. forty million. Uh, you're talking hundred forty-five million dollar loss. I mean, if you ch- talk cumulative worldwide, they're still down ten million dollars. But just in the U.S., they're down over a hundred million dollars. That's absolute failure and flop. I, I don't see a. And
0: i coming back from this. Yeah. And you know, you get people saying that this is the death of the franchise. I don't think that, I think what happens it's Terminator is going to come back. It, it like, it's too much name recognition in it. Um, I don't know if it comes back with these characters. honestly, and we'll talk about it when we get more into this one, I wouldn't mind if it comes back with, um, the care where it left off here. at like Danny. I really liked her character. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about that more. Um, but I think, if it comes back, you have to do something completely new. The whole traveling back in time thing, you have to almost kind of leave that where it is. I think uh, they they try to do it with the Christian Bell movie with the having having us finally live in the time of war and seeing that side of the story. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing something like that just done much, much better, like more fights more action like if you're going to be a dumb action movie be a dumb action movie the fast and the furious movies are the perfect example of that so there is a lane uh Hobbs and shaw that just came out this past summer was a dumb act like th- there's no- nothing in the acting nothing in the story that was super deep or original or anything but it did great in box office you know why because it embraced and it doubled down on the action that last whole 30 minutes of that movie was just a huge dumb action scene but it was told, it was done very well, and it was executed well, and people loved it. Like, I think we're tired. Like this, this whole traveling back in time and sending somebody back to protect against ter- it's been done. We got it. We the best version of that was Terminator Two. Now let's yes. do something different with it.
1: Right now, forgive me. I have I never saw Rise of the Machines. I never saw Salvation or Genesis. So if this was done, I apologize. But has it ever been done where we see the Terminator's point of view? what they're doing, what their side looks like, what their army is, is that something you can get behind?
0: Not necessarily because they the Terminators are just machines. Like they're they're programmed. So there's not a lot of area to really see the but the the best that they did with that was salvation in the fact that uh Sam Worthington's character was a Terminator who didn't know he was a Terminator, but he was a human that was kind of reprogrammed. So that was kind of the best way that they could pull that off. Can 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 they do it better? Sure. Um, But I really wouldn't want to see it from the Terminator's perspective, maybe from the like it's Legion now in this one. So maybe the person who created Legion, like maybe they were creating Legion because they saw a war coming or something like that. I, I can get behind something like that, but not really from the machine standpoint
1: got you so you ready to dive in on dark fate
0: let's do it um so okay we gotta get back into this john connor thing um one of the biggest problems that i have with people having problems with john connor dying is we really only got john connor really in one movie like let's say terminator 2 everything since then is sucked like so i'm not even gonna count anything from there um and i think like the whole imagine I'm, i'm i imagine it this way john connor was born for one purpose to stop skynet right Sure. they did that in in judgment day. The way that this movie starts off is saying that they completely ended that future. Skynet wasn't going to be born, XYZ. John Connor has no purpose. So him dying didn't bother me at all. Um we get we get Mackenzie Davis's character, uh, I'm losing Grace was her name. Um and I will say this, the first it, we we other than the flashback, it was 25 minutes I believe until Linda Hamilton popped back up and that was that dumb action that i enjoyed the scene where with them in the factory the scene with with them on the highway until linda hamilton shows up was i was in it i was involved at that point like i was engaged i didn't have any issues this started breaking down to me is when you tried to link it back like so linda hamilton showing up was was great for for a minute then they leave her and we don't see her again for like another 10 minutes everything i feel like them trying to force her into this movie is what like that story into this stopped what could have been just a great dumb action movie because Mackenzie Davis, when she had that sludge hammer in that factory fighting fucking Rev Nine, that I was I loved it. What did you think about everything up until that point? Do you kinda agree with me there? Or was it So I,
1: I agree and disagree in some ways. So yeah, the opening action sequences were pretty good. However, Mackenzie Davis, uh the greatest character, and also, also uh Natalia Reyes, I think her name is who played uh, Danny, they started off strong in my opinion, but as the movie went on, Mm -hmm. I think they totally, totally went down. And I don't know if it was because of them or because Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger were so big and so gigantic like on screen. I mean, without these two characters... Arnold Schwarzenegger and Linda Hamilton, I don't know what happens to this movie because for me, they were standout roles. Linda Hamilton, this is probably the best role I've ever seen her in, and I've seen her in multiple movies. She was great in this movie, and Arnold Arnold was was in this movie in the second half of this movie. While it's not the Arnold we know from Terminator 1 or 2, he was more of a comedic role. I still think it worked up to a certain extent. Uh, it's kind of weird to see him in there, and we'll get into what, what he's about and what he's doing nowadays, but... Linda Hamilton, though, I absolutely loved her in this movie, and I I, I mean, I just loved her. I don't share your sentiments with the Grace character and the Danny character being great. I didn't like any of them, to be honest with you, and I actually think the Grace character dragged this movie down a lot, and I, I blame her. I actually blame her for the flop of this movie. Um, If I have to point it out one thing, because we look at Terminator 1, you had Kyle Reese, who was the protector, quote-unquote, the protector. Mm -hmm. I liked that character. It was a mysterious character. He was kind of, like, soft-talking, and, you know, it was kind of cool. Part 2, we saw Arnold as the protector. In Part 3, we have freaking great... I mean, what what was her issue? Did she have diabetes or something? Why, Why was she always passing out and shit? I mean, she was not a... She's not not with
0: someone fit to fit that role, in my opinion. And I say I disagree. I think, I, the fact that the fact that she isn't is is a woman who I, I believe the way that they had her characters that they didn't want to sexualize her at all, which they didn't. Um, even the scene where she's beating people's asses naked, like it wasn't at all a sexualization to that character. But I think that when you get someone who's been augmented, like that, imagine the toll that was on her body. So I I feel like that was a great way to like humanize her because terminator in 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 two like yeah you like even in this movie yeah they can take some damage but they don't feel pain they don't really slow down even when he gets his arm pulled off he just he keeps him moving even with one arm this Grace character, they, they put in this thing of her breaking down um, because she is only partly cybernetic, and I feel like that gave right. that gave it room for, for it to be more stakes on the line. In my opinion, that's that's why I think they did it. Maybe that's just me trying to read between the lines, but I didn't have an issue with that because she's not technically a Terminator. She's a human that just has cybernetic enhancements.
1: Right, they call her an enhanced human, so like you said, it's a hybrid between a human and a, and a Terminator or a cyborg, but leaving that factor out, Her acting was very weak, in my opinion. There was a lot of times, like, her talking roles, and her acting, it just seemed like, like, amateur. And I know she's done other stuff. I haven't had a chance to see other stuff, but it was very blah to me. And again, I don't know if this is because Linda Hamilton... her her counterpart was so strong Mm -hmm. if it made her look that way i I really don't know and arnold when arnold came in that's it those two danny and and grace were in my opinion were just gone it was just give me more of linda hamilton give me more of arnold's
0: and see and that's the thing and that's why i think that at least from my standpoint trying to link it to this these characters like linda hamilton's performers i have no issue with but imagine if they would have gave that that linda hamilton badassery to grace and like I, I i feel like a better version of this movie would be take maybe even have arnold and linda hamilton show up like some way at the end as like backup or reinforcements or whatever but like the character development in here if if most of this movie would have been grace being the badass that linda hamilton was and we we see um danny start learning and starting to be become a tactician in their fights with rev 9 and you start seeing that that general come out of her, I think that it would have been way better character development for these two characters. But because you have ultimately three and then, you know, Arnold comes in at the end and you know you're gonna build up and you want hit you want to make his moments him look badass. You want to make sure they save some of the moments that could have made these the the two characters that are original to this movie a little bit better.
1: You're 100% correct. I mean, all the lines the Hamilton had, all the badass, as you call it, if they gave the Grace character that, it would have been phenomenal. We would have gotten behind her, and they still couldn't get their call. I know they did a lot of callbacks to the previous Terminators. Mm-hmm. They, they could have done it through Grace, and that's like a, a show of respect. Like, she's calling back to Linda Hamilton character and like you said at the end we could have had linda hamilton and arnold show up we could have even had arnold in this exact role but with linda hamilton there there was one too many characters my opinion also if we could just shift a little bit to the Danny character this is this is the main character again terminator one in this role you have sarah connor for me I had a lot of sympathy for this character mm. because you saw she was a, you know, a middle-class woman and out of nowhere, her whole life gets turned upside down where this terminators is after her. in Terminator two, you had Edward Farlong, which is John Connor as, as this role. And immediately you're going to sympathize with him. He's, a, He's kid. a kid. So anytime you see a Terminator coming after a kid, you, you're going to sympathize. Now for this movie, I understand they were trying to cast an 18 year old, they were trying to cast a Mexican 18 year old. They ended up casting a 31 year old Colombian who, who who was playing a younger person. They did not show, for me, enough backstory for me to sympathize with this yeah. girl. I could care if she died 20 minutes in, I couldn't give a shit. I, 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 I would care more about Linda Hamilton dying than her, to be honest. I honestly
0: would have, and I, that's something I agree with. I wish they would have casted somebody younger. Like, this is something I thought about when I did hear that they wanted to originally go younger. You know, did you see Logan?
1: No, I did not <sighs> I saw um, like trailers and clips But not the whole movie So
0: the, the young woman who plays For all intents and purposes Logan's daughter Or his clone in that movie I would have loved to see her in this role Who is that? Uh, i don't know her name off the top of my head um she has like a new show out too on on hulu that i gotta check out that i heard is really good um but yeah her being younger would have automatically made us sympathize with her a little bit more um like her brother comes and goes her dad like all the family that she did have in this movie that could have caused us to sympathize with her, they go so early on that we didn't have any attachments to them so it didn't matter um i almost i don't know man i i don't know how they could have like necessarily like a one click thing that they could have made it a little bit better i still like the character of danny like i said i, I like to see it towards the end of the movie where she went um but i can understand your 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 issues with her as well one thing that i do want to point out and this is like something that i was thinking about with this movie do you think at all that what why this terminator franchise has suffered since like arnold has gotten older and you know he stepped away for a while when he went into politics and whatnot is because the original movie the Terminator didn't have much personality because Arnold was a crappy ass actor then. He was he was just a bodybuilder. So they didn't really put any personality into that movie. I mean, into that into The Terminator then that's kind of carried on now like all these terminators don't really get to have more personality do you think that if we ever reboot this franchise would you like to see them give the android a little bit more personality so then they can be a more menacing like the menacing part of the villain villain is always there but like more like you know we i like villains who talk shit like i like villains who banter like we don't get that from the terminator itself so all the character development is solely on our heroes where well, we live in an age now where so many films are giving the, as much character to the villains as the hero and a much de- as much development, we will never get that from the Terminator series the way that it set off because it started because their Terminator wasn't really an actor.
1: Right, and when you think of the Terminator, the, the bad guys, the mm-hmm. villains, they're just like you said, they're medicine characters. A lot, lot of violence. They don't have much, merch, much, excuse me, much personality. Um, the funny lines they don't have a lot of that but I think if they went in that direction if there was to be more more terminators and they give that Terminator more substance more more um, lines and dialogue then yes it'd be a more enjoyable film I mean like you said there's other movies leaving out the MCU films other films where the villains are some of the most popular people in the movie when it's said and done because Mm -hmm. of their characters their personalities we definitely need to see more personality from Terminator. I understand they're machines. How can they have, you know, how can they have any sort of personality? But there's always—I mean, you had freaking Arnold here, who's a machine, and he's a freaking drapery guy. So you, you can do whatever you want <laughs> in the movies. So it's the way yeah. you write it, the way you portray it, and the way it comes out on the uh, on the big screen. So yeah, absolutely, they need personality. All right. Now, one character we did not talk about is the Rev Nine in this yeah, movie, this was which to get
0: is. To... Go ahead.
1: oh my bad my bad do you think
0: no, no, you no. Think, you think? no I mean so, yeah go ahead
1: my bad um uh Gabriel Luna um how does he first of all how does he compare to Robert Patrick now Robert Patrick in T2 for me while we're talking villains I enjoyed Robert Patrick as the T1000 even more than Arnold in T1 I know people are like what but as a villain he had the face he had the look I enjoyed Robert Patrick, and, and don't get me wrong, Gabriel Luna, I enjoyed as well, but for me, you will always be Robert Patrick as the ultimate villain Terminator. Yeah,
0: and I, I, I think uh, Luna did great, and he's a great actor. I, I, I've seen him in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I don't know how, how much he stayed into that show, like he was the ghostwriter there. He's, he's a great actor. Um, of course, he didn't get to show much personality there, but the menacing part of it... He got very well, like the mannerisms, the way that he carried his body, like it—it it was was very menacing. I enjoyed. It. I honestly think he's probably the best villain since Robert Patrick.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Gabriel Luna did a good job here. Um, again, uh, I, I didn't like too much the CGI stuff, but that's not really his fault. That has nothing to do with him. But his acting and his mannerisms his visuals his facials all that I think was done great and um, outside of Linda Hamilton and Arnold he for me he was probably the best uh, for all the all the new characters he was the stand out for me more than Reyes more than uh, than uh, Mackenzie Davis
0: yeah yeah he he definitely was I, it's gonna I, I can't wait to see what like his movie career is in the future because I think it's gonna be bright for him um, we'll go from one Terminator to the next well let's stay on Rev 9 for a second so rev nine is not a derivative of Skynet. He's a derid- derivative of this new Legion, uh, AI that takes over now in the place of Skynet. So the way that this story goes, they actually did fix the future. Skynet never came to be, but there was a new military AI that did come out, um, called Legion that eventually decided to eradicate humans. My issue with this in the, in rev nine is that if it's a completely different, um, AI, Why do the Terminators still basically look the same? Like, you would think that they would be different. But I guess also to just play devil advocates to my own point is, like, like with cell phones, uh, for example. Where cell phones technology, I think, was always going to end up to the point it is now. LED screens, OLED screens. Like, no matter what other company would have came out with it first, it would have always ended up there. So, if the Terminator is the perfect, or is the the point that we would have got any any... System or whatever would have got to is that design because it's the it's just the best design. All right, I can take that, I can understand it. But in the sense of a movie, if you're going to give us something different, make it actually different. Like hell, make them a tank, make them a transformer, give something different other than the same thing we've already seen. What do you think?
1: So here's the thing: I agree with you 100. And actually, they did make the Rev Nine different. The reason why we're saying this though is because they didn't portray different. The Rev Nine, just in dialogue, one of the things the Rev Nine can do is it can. Almost kind of duplicate itself in a way, yeah, and yeah, the... we didn't really, we didn't really get that. I'm just gonna rewind for a second, talk about the Matrix real quick. One of the most iconic for me, scenes is when Keanu Reeves is fighting like a million agents. Mm-hmm. The whole scene was amazing. Not one time do we get where the Rev Nine kind of cloned itself and it would have been cool to see two rev nines going at 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 them i mean that would have been cool to watch the action scenes they didn't really do any of that it did have some some uh differences from the t-1000 but they didn't show enough of it so of course we're wondering like why is this any different
0: yeah i mean yeah i mean it's different in the sense of it's a liquid it's liquid and the 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 endoskeleton together but i mean in the sense that the endoskeleton Skeleton could look completely different, like that. That's what I mean. Sure. Like the just the the straight up look of yeah. It had a little cut off back of his head or whatever. But they really and it's a darker metal. But I would like to see like if a different company is now making these or different AI is now making these to it to just have a little bit more. And even in the scenes that they showed in the future, I, like. The liquid metal Basically wore as a backpack With tentacles Like, like w- w- Come on Let's do something better than that I just feel like They didn't try to do Much different with the design They just melded Like the two The two that we got in One and two together and, and did it that way But uh, I don't know I feel like that it was A missed opportunity there
1: I, I agree I mean you got A $185 million budget You have a lot Of cash To do a lot of different things And I'm sure a lot of that shit Went to CGI And um Yeah I mean They could have done Something different Make it look different But Unfortunately, we didn't get that. And, you know, that's just one of the downfalls of of numerous downfalls in this movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, But the next Terminator, let's get to let's get to to Carl. Um, so he is actually the uh, he was a Terminator that was uh, sent back uh, from by Skynet before they changed the future um, to kill John Connor. He kills John Connor. Boom. He walks off i guess he finds this woman and family he like builds this whole family and this whole life he's the one who's sending uh sarah connor connor to the the place where terminator is dropping in in from the future and everything what did you think about like what what they did with carl what they the story they told there and like the fact that i guess after terminator completes their mission they just they're just left out there to figure it out
1: it's so weird it's like a a freaking FBI agent that after they retired, they go live in the middle of nowhere and just do nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of at the end of the day, this guy's supposed to be a freaking cyborg, and now he, he's the, the proud owner of Carl's Draperies. Mm-hmm. And Arnold was great in this role. I mean, it's so many comedic lines. I mean, he told a little story of like when the person was looking for uh, a um drapes for their nursery, and how Arnold was like, "Oh, you got to go with color and polka dot." And I'm sitting there watching like this is freaking the Terminator, like this, talking about drapery, but I was okay with it. I know there's a lot of probably hardcore Terminator fans that are like probably pissed off that this is the route. Cause they kind of like, for lack of a better term, kind of sissified, uh, Unfortunate, a little bit. I don't think so, but I mean a lot of people did say that on the internet and different messaging boards and stuff that I read. I disagree with that. Um I, I liked it for what it was. And we were just finished talking about giving these Terminators some substance and giving these cyborgs yeah. some substance personality. We got a shit ton of substance personality from Arnold in this movie.
0: Yeah, and, and for people who have like issue with it, I, I want to link back to this because I am a, a Terminator one and two fan. In Terminator One, when the uh T eight hundred kills sarah's uh roommate when he thinks it's sarah yes he drops the gun and he walks off he only he only comes back because sarah calls and he hears the answer machine so this is kind of showing us what would have happened if he if like if sarah connor would have never called and he would have never figured out that he didn't actually kill sarah connor is this what what his life would have been um so like when you I have such an advanced cyborg that doesn't have because I the way that I interpret uh, the Terminators, you tell me if you agree or disagree. They're not AI; they are just program cyborgs, right? So once they have chips, yeah. So once his programming, he's he's done what's in his programming. Like, what is he supposed to do? Just go shut down um, somewhere and and collect dust. So this this I like that they showed us what happens when the Terminator loses his purpose; that it can start thinking and doing stuff on its own. Um, But like him Quote unquote feeling sorry for killing John and realizing he did something bad That kind of lost me Because he's not AI So where did the or maybe They're telling the story that he's developing Into one I don't know
1: Yeah it's weird because like There was a part in the movie where They were asking him like how he feels And he's like he feels sad in a way, but not like how humans feel sad. He feels sad in his own cyborg way. So it's kind of weird. There is one thing, though, and I don't know if I missed it at some point. How did... Because the last we saw of him in Terminator 2, he was going... Like, he was getting basically melted when he was going into liquid. When John, you know, pressed the button, he went out. How how did he come back? Did they ever explain that? Or was that, is that just a open loophole?
0: I'm sorry. Repeat that for me.
1: So at the end of Terminator 2, uh, John obviously pressed the button because they had to destroy the chip mm-hmm. in, in, in Arnold's brain. So he went into whatever the hell that, that, that chemical was to basically disintegrate. How did he come back? Because remember, this is how did he come back? He like, did. This is a different
0: choice. This is a different Terminator. This is a completely different cyborg. This isn't the same one that was with them in 2. So the, the way that I understand it, the cyborg that was with them in 2, the T 800, then he. Went in the lava or whatever he disintegrated they they went to hawaii or whatever they were skynet sent back another t8100 t- so this is a, a technically a third t800 that was sent back
1: makes sense yeah. makes sense i got gotcha. you okay so yeah and um also uh, i don't it's just that i i don't know i don't know if i can with, with the whole the whole uh, arnold character again i enjoyed everything from it but I don't know if they went. For me, again, it was the right direction. I don't know if because of his character not being kind of the badass, if that kind of. Do you think that has anything to do with hurting the film? Or do you think it was because of that? Because people went into seeing like badass Arnold and they got Carl's draperies. Well,
0: the, my thing is, is that even in every in no none of the trailers for this movie that I can recall ever showed him really doing anything too badass um so if that's if that's what they were expecting then I wasn't expecting it personally like they I think they did a good job at saying Mackenzie Davis is your badass in this movie for better or worse yeah, for, so, yeah exactly for better or worse that's what the trailers were, were selling so if you if like I think our personal attachment to knowing what Arno has meant to this franchise is why we thought that even like hell, they just had a movie three uh, six years ago with uh, with uh, Genesis. He had some badass like he was old then. He still had some badass scenes, so I can understand why people did it. But sometimes this is this is the problem when you keep bringing these franchises back and you want to keep linking them to what we had in the past. We bring our feelings from those past movies into this. Like if they would have said this was a reboot. We wouldn't have had any expectation, exactly. but when you, but when you, when you, when you're picking up and you're saying you're picking this up right from Terminator 2, which is the overall the considered the best in the series, people are gonna have expectations. Like, and Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger did great in the, in what they were cast in, but Carl was never meant to be a badass. I I think he still has some bad that that underwater scene when he's oh, fighting yeah. fighting the the endo and the exoskeleton was was the most badass we really got from him, um, but. Considering how old Arnold is, I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, Arnold was 71 during production, which is just crazy. But do you think, and, and I, I don't know how I feel about this, but had there not been a time or, or uh, rise of machines, a genesis of salvation, we had Terminator 1, we got Terminator 2, and then however long it's been, 30-odd years, 20-odd years, we got this. Do you think the results could be different?
0: I do think that there is some Terminator fatigue. I do honestly think that because I think that even um, Rise of the Machines, I believe the box office did pretty good. Like we don't have fond memories of it, um, but I believe it did pretty good because it was coming off Terminator 2. I think if this would have actually been the next movie after Terminator 2 and we had a complete 20 year break. Look at look at Halloween H2O, for example. If we if you would have had a complete 20 year break, we didn't have we didn't have three mediocre to terrible sequels, I think the reception of this would have been better. I think that at least that first week, when you have a low first week box office like this one has, that tells me that people Except just don't the care. They don't care about the franchise. It's not even whether the movie was good or bad because they didn't know at that point. The, the people just don't care about Terminator anymore.
1: Exactly. Um, actually, I'm looking at the numbers, and yes. Um, for Rise of Machines, their budget was 200 When it was said and done, worldwide gross was more than double that, um, almost half a billion dollars. So, yeah, I mean, Rise of Machines did do well. Um, so, you see, so the fact that they had all those movies, I think, built people's expectations. Had they not had those movies in between, people would have just been happy to see Terminator again on screen mm-hmm. with zero expectations, and I think it would have done a lot well. Now, another thing... Like you just talked about, Arnold was like really old in this, 71 years old. We've seen, specifically from Sylvester Stallone, just beating the whole Rocky character to death, oh, beating God. the whole Rambo character, character to death. You got Arnold beating the Terminator character to death. What, what, how, what's your feelings on that? Is it like milk no it for all it's worth or should they give these characters a death finally?
0: I think this was it. Like, I, I think if I don't even if they decide to, like, do away with this one, like they did the other sequels. And, and I I don't think that they're going to bring Arnold back. I think, honestly, as much bad was in this movie. This was the perfect ending for Arnold as the Terminator. It doesn't need like end it. We don't need it back anymore. Um, I think I would love to see Linda Hamilton come back again. Like I said, I I personally oh, wouldn't yeah. mind if they pick up from this. Linda Hamilton, who really doesn't act much anymore, went right back into that badass role. This role is Linda Hamilton's. I think that when we when we got um the lady from Game of Thrones who did Genesis, she did okay. But it's never going to be the same as Linda Hamilton. The closest that came to Linda Hamilton is actually Lena Headley, who uh, did it in the Terminator TV show. I can't remember the actual name of it. The Sarah uh, Con- Connor. Yeah,
1: Chronicles. Sarah Connor
0: Chronicles. I love that show. That's the best Terminator 2 sequel.
1: Yeah, a lot of people have said that. I saw a couple episodes. Um, this Terminator kind of shied away from that, but a lot of people said that's the true Terminator 2 sequel. Yeah. I think they had like two seasons out. I definitely yeah. am going to check it out because I, I saw and heard a lot of good things about it. So yeah, I'll definitely be checking that out. Yeah, that was uh, great. That 100%. Was a Just to, to, on one light note, um, and I'm always the idiot that does these type of things, but on Carl's Draperies, the phone number that they had, it was 888 888- five one two one nine eight four and upon doing research five 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 uh excuse me uh five one two one nine eight four that's may 12 1984 that was the launch date for the original terminator oh, wow. but usually they have phone numbers in movies it's usually like five 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 and then some bullshit number hmm. the fact that this had an eight i was like you know what let me call this thing. I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. And I, I called this thing about 20 times, and it's all busy tone. And um, I was just, it was just cool just to – like the fact that it's an actually working number. So I decided to go online today, actually, uh, the day of this recording, just to see if anybody else was as stupid as me and tried to dial this number. And after doing research and re- research, this number was actually a working number. I don't know if they kind of disconnected it because the movie flopped, but – I saw this on multiple sites. The number was a working number, and it was actually a message from Arnold's. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just going to read you real quick what the voice message was. It says, hi, this is Carl's Draperies. We have the best drapes and curtains anywhere in Texas. I can guarantee you that. Sorry we are not here right now to answer your call, but we'll be back uh, we will call you back. Until then, hasta la vista. And I just thought that was freaking genius.
0: Yeah, that's that's so smart. I love it when movies do shit like that, bro. And I feel like we Absolutely. used to get a lot more stuff like that in the 90s than we do now. Um, sure. And, uh, yeah, that, that, that's dope. You would be the one to, to call that.
1: <laughs> of course. Uh, I'm the one with no life to look up something like that. But another thing we didn't talk about, which was so freaking depressing to me, james cameron came back for this mm. where was james Cam- i mean i i haven't seen james cameron do anything bad I, this is probably the worst film james cameron has ever made
0: well i mean he was only a producer on it so it's not like he was a director Still, like uh, well i guess he did contribute to the story as well too um but i i the way that i look at this as honestly is that he he got he got a check And he put his name on it. I really don't think he did much of anything with this movie. I refuse to believe it. Like, I mean, when you look at the things that James Cameron has done, he's done uh Terminator, Aliens, Abyss, True Lies, Titanic, uh, uh, Avatar, like Jurassic Park. Yeah. So like the fact that his name's attached to this, I really just think they were like, you know what? James, if you let us put your name on this, we'll write you a blank check.
1: You think? It could be. Now, what do you think of the actual director, Tim Miller? I know he did, like, Deadpool, and um, he did some other stuff. I can't remember, but I know Deadpool is probably one of the bigger movies that he did. I think He did one of the Star Wars movies, if I'm not mistaken. What do you think about him? Tim
0: Tim Miller, and even in this movie, I will say I have no issues with his directing. Like, even in this movie. Like, the way that it was shot, the action scenes, I, I think this was all underserved by the writing. I I didn't have any issue with the way that it was shot. So him as a director, I think the really the only two things he's directed are Deadpool and Terminator. He's like been a producer and, and done some other, other work for a lot of movies, but these are the only two that he's directed so far. And I just, yeah, I don't have any issue with his director. I think it was just the story here.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I'm just on IMDb. He did dark fate. He's Deadpool. He did something called, Rockfish, which is a short movie, and one episode of something TV, I never even heard of it, so yeah, I mean, those are the two major things, but again, going back to writing, James Cameron was absolutely part of that writing and part of that script, so uh, I don't believe you, I don't believe you, it it really saddens me, though, if that's the case, like, he really didn't have too much input, it was a a paycheck, because he's a freaking multi- billionaire or not billionaire but millionaire he doesn't need to to do something like that but again, hey, at the end of the day it's a free paycheck so maybe he did not have a lot of input in it and he's at the you know very end of his career he's been doing this forever 30 odd years now maybe even more than that so he's probably like screw it. let me just get a check
0: yeah and i mean he's he's currently doing the the three avatar sequels so i really don't i just don't believe he had time to really contribute too much to this i may be wrong Uh, This is just uh, this is no insider information. This is this is completely speculation on Hayes's part. I just I refuse to believe that he sat down for a moment to write anything on this fucking thing. I just don't believe it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I know. I, I have no idea. But let me ask you this: In this movie, did you have any favorite scenes, favorite lines, favorite quotes, anything like that?
0: Um, Linda Hamilton having the "I'll be back" line. Um, I liked. Uh. And on the flip side of that, Arnold having the, he won't be back. Uh, That was, (laughs) that was, I love seeing the moment of him standing in the mirror, picking up the sunglasses and starting to put them on and then putting them down. That was such a callback. Like, I feel like that was showing how far he's come. Like at, like this, this T-800, like if you, even though he's not the same T-800, but if he was just the fact that how far it's come, like, I'm too old for this shit. That was that. I'm too old for this shit. I don't need these sunglasses moment.
1: That's exactly how I took it. Um, probably one of the, th- those lines were absolutely funny. And one of the funnier lines for me, even though it was literally not even a line, it was a word or it's a couple words was, I think it's when they met the major and, and there, you know, the majors knows Linda Hamilton character knows Sarah Connor and asking, who are you? Who are you? What do you do? And <laughs> he looks at Arnold. And it's like, Oh, who are you? And he's like, I do drapes, and you see this gigantic man, and he's just like, I do drapes, and his delivery, and just the whole scene was serious. And then for him to just say, I do drapes, I you know, I started laughing, it was, it was pretty funny. And almost everything Arnold said in this movie 85% it was in a comedic way,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, the whole um, our relationship isn't physical, like, yeah, this, the, exactly. the, like the look on his face and the way that he delivered that line was fucking hilarious to me. Um, and oh, and what do you say? And I'm I'm extremely funny, like. But he that that was the one thing he said dry. Like he did have like a comedic tone to a lot he said. But and I'm very funny, and it's just like all right, yeah. <laughs> you dickhead. A lot, of,
1: a lot of it was actually dry, but in a yeah. funny in a really yeah. funny way.
0: Yeah, Arnold's come so far as an actor, man. Um, but all right, uh, what about the ending of this movie? So like this, the whole ending of this build builds around them getting the EMP, and this is where another one of my issues come in at. So they meet this black general, right? How great would it have been be if sure. that was if that was Dyson's son?
1: Well, here's the thing. I don't. I honestly thought 100 percent that is going to be Dyson's son. Because I don't know how, how they're doing all these freaking callbacks. How did they not do a callback of Dyson's son? Um, I'm shocked. I honestly, as soon as I, you know, I'm not trying to be stereotypical, but as soon as I saw a black person, I'm like Dyson's son or yeah. Dyson's nephew or Dyson's somebody, and it was literally nothing. They never get anything and uh, while we're on this topic real quick not to change topics i have to say and 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 it was kind of funny for me because the entire movie we don't get any any black person and the first black person we see was early in the movie where you're already laughing so i know you're going with this it was the dude i don't even know what he does and they threw in so much stereotype into 20 seconds of scene the guy turns around and says, "Oh, uh, you didn't bring back any donuts." So they're they're talking about a black per- they're licking a black person with food, and of course he dies in like twenty seconds. Where they always say like, "Oh, black people always die early mm-hmm. in the films." So I just thought it was funny. I don't know if they did that on purpose or it just happened to be so.
0: Yeah, man, I don't I don't understand it. Uh, <laughs> but it sh- it should have been Dyson's son, man. It should have been. We yes. saw his son in the, like general Dy- like for her to have this connection it would just me- have made so much sense to just change his name to dyson like you didn't have to do a whole bunch like him saying anything like i remember when you helped my dad just name him general no. dyson that's it we would have got the rest of it
1: they, exactly they didn't even have to tell any background story they didn't people would have just automatically been like oh shit that's dyson's that's somebody for dyson they didn't even have to even say anything about it just give him the name um, major dyson that's it yeah
0: what do you think about the way that they tell uh, they do time travel here? So Skynet was destroyed, but because Arnold was sent back before Skynet was destroyed, he, st- he remembers that future, which didn't happen. Like, do you prefer that type of sto- that type of time travel? Or do you prefer the time travel that's like? If you go back and change something it completely erases it from history the back to the future time travel i guess is the version of it
1: i absolutely prefer the back to the future time travel this shit was all freaking convoluted and all fucked up the whole timeline i i just don't wait everything (laughs) happened like i I don't even like some of it was like i don't i don't get i mean a lot of it was kind of thrown all over i I think at times they don't even understand what was happening but i prefer the, the the back to the future where if you go back you can you can alter the future And even, we we saw that really with Terminator 2 because John was saved. They killed the T-1000. John Connor is saved. Hence, the world is is good. So, you know, that's the type of of, uh, timeline I like to see and time travel I like to see.
0: Yeah. I think, too, um, something that kind of just came to my head while you were talking is that this goes back to what we were talking about before, so bear with me. I know it kind of seems anywhere, listeners, but um, the fact that when Terminator 1 and 2 were built. A.I. was this thing that was like a myth, like nobody really quite understood where A.I. was going to be. I don't know about you. I have several Alexa devices. Our phones have A.I. built into it now. When you're talking to Siri, you're talking to A.I. Do you think that is it more scary or is it less scary? uh, A.I. now like turning than what it was back then, because now it may be a possibility. What do you think?
1: The thing is the actual Probability of AI turning is more probable now. Mm. I think with so much AI around, but the AI, AI story worked better in the '90s because it was like like you said, not enough people knew about AI. Now people are absolutely desensitized to AI. My entire home is Alexa, everything, we have our phones, we have, you know, there's so much AI all over the place. People just don't even give it a second thought. It's just another part of life, another thing. So back then AI was something more mysterious and like, Oh shit. Like, can these things really turn on us one day? Whereas now if you ask somebody, Hey, do you think these things can turn on us? Unless you like, you're, you know, you're, conspiracy theories where i I have seen some conspiracy theories where like oh that can actually happen most people are gonna be like are you nuts like it's along the same talk of like a zombie apocalypse yeah
0: yeah i mean it's just interesting to see like and the thing is is that i think the first terminator was absolutely borderline a horror movie that's almost how it was portrayed i would like like i wonder if more than an action movie should it go back to something like that um there really weren't any huge action scenes in the first terminator and if they were i mean. Yeah, there, there there wasn't. I mean, hell, they they beat the damn Terminator by crushing him. It wasn't even like a, a big fight. Um, but to get back into this movie. So the whole final act of this movie, uh, I would like to say, like, as much as I love the action scenes in the first 30 minutes, this shit, if it wasn't for Arnold, like Arnold kept me engaged because it's, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger on my screen. The shit was boring, bro. And it was, it was convoluted as fuck. Like when they were like throwing his body in the thing that was spinning and then like the whole way they were doing the EMP and pulling the battery out of Mackenzie Dave, like it was just too much going on, bro, for me. Like, and I don't say that very often in movies.
1: Yeah, again, same thing for me. A lot of convolution. It was just kind of whatever. I mean, the only thing I enjoyed was when they freaking finally killed Grace. I was like, Yes, death beat to that bitch. Cause she was just so boring for me. Um, and and even just to talk about that a little bit, that that just goes to show for me why I could have cared less about the Grace character. That moment was put in there to garner sympathy and for the for the audience to be like, Oh my god, like she's I remember when 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 uh Arnold Schwarzenegger's character was being lowered into the the, the chemical liquid. Mm-hmm. My heart was breaking. I'm like, oh, oh I cried God, as a kid, the- bro.
0: I cried as a kid in
1: Absolutely, because 90, 91, I was eight years old, and you're younger than me. You were probably about, what, five years old. Yeah. So we were kids, so it broke my heart. Like, this dude has spent the entire movie trying to save this kid, and now it's, the end. Now it's time for them to enjoy it, he has to go. Whereas in this movie, I could have give two shits that Grace is, is gone. i like, okay, she's gone, good, boom, bye, next. I There was no attachment there. And my thing, in
0: this movie takes away from that ending when you think about the way that Carl killed John Connor went about his business why did they have to destroy Arnold at the end of two like why he could have just he could have just kept living he was already reprogrammed he was already reprogrammed well he had the last remaining chip still okay Carl had the chip and like if and that's what I'm saying if the thing is is that there was going to be another AI that came anyway like this Legion thing didn't come from Carl's chip and apparently Terminators have been getting dropped in throughout this last 20 years that Linda Hamilton's been killing. Imagine if she would have kept his ass. That's
1: true. That's true. That's true. Like, because Linda Hamilton did say, I tried, like, she's like a freaking storm hunter, but she's a Terminator hunter. She just goes and tra- tracks. But we did get, we did see Arnold's character basically gone at this point, at the end of this movie.
0: Oh, yeah. He's finally gone. Thank God. I'm just <laughs> saying that, he, but he's been around for 20 years where other Terminators were coming too, like, there was re- they didn't have to kill my boy, man. That, that now, now you've you've realized that you made me cry as a kid and I didn't need to fucking cry. You didn't have to kill my homie, man.
1: Maybe they're gonna bring back somebody else <laughs> as the next <laughs> Oh Jesus!
0: All right, so you 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 have an issue with Mackenzie Davis, right? Yes. So keep in mind, let's keep it because we're in this whole uh empowering women, showing that women can be action stars. So I think either way that they were gonna cast a woman. Who would you have rather seen cast in this
1: role? Kim Kardashian. Okay. Well, I'm just I'm just kidding. Um I really have no idea. Um
0: I have the I'm trying to think one. I
1: was like uh, let me think for a second. I'm just like, okay, well, I'll go to you while I keep thinking.
0: Scarlett Johansson.
1: Oh, that would never happen.
0: And it wouldn't. But the reason why, like, and this is what why they. I think that it could have been better. Scarlett Johansson is like what, like five foot, if that. She's not a huge thing. Really, she's she's petite too. I'm just I'm just assuming, bro. That's not any insider knowledge at all. I'll I'll let you research that. But my thing is, if they would have sold it, like she's a badass. We've seen it in the Marvel movies. But if they, it would have sold her enhancements more. If you think about this little woman kicking all these people's ass and then it's like oh yeah it makes sense that she would have to recharge like her enhancements really have to enhance her a little bit more like mckenzie davis has to be like fucking my height like she looks tall as shit um but i think i think scarlet could have pulled this off much better than mckenzie davis and i didn't have an issue with mckenzie davis but if i'm trying to cast someone better Scarlett johansson would have been my pick
1: yeah i um i don't the reason i said no Scarlett johansson only because she's so entrenched with all the other movies so i think like they would never um, they would never do that but i don't know like i don't know it would have to be someone like, like that's really badass um i can't really think of anybody i'm trying to look up right now just to think of a character i can't really think of anyone maybe like angelina jolie only because i remember seeing her in that sort of role as a badass um i don't i don't know if the character is too old to play play her so yeah i mean maybe um jennifer lawrence i don't know we saw her from hunger games i really don't know but that's a great question yeah, I mean, there, there's there's
0: several that they could have went with. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. I'm just it's because I'm I didn't prepare for this. This question just literally came to my mind. I'm having trouble How thinking. How about, about Michelle Rodriguez? No. Oh yeah, she would have absolutely been great in it. Um, but she's like at this point, like Michelle Rodriguez, she's she has an issue doing the damn Fast and Furious movies. Like she just seems like she's just difficult as shit to work with.
1: Melancholic
0: ah ah she okay looks badass i can't i can't argue with that one that one might have been perfect
1: yeah i think that i would probably go with her i mean anybody than freaking Mackenzie davis what is your problem with Mackenzie davis bro i mean she was just so freaking bland i'm not saying that the person in real life is horrible i'm sure she's been good in other things just in this particular movie she was just so bland and like she killed a lot of this movie for me. I'm going to be honest. A lot of this movie, like a lot of her acting. And also we didn't talk like a, a whole tremendous lot about Danny's acting was really bland. like very, I'm sorry to say this, but very amateur, you know? And again, I don't know if it's because who they're standing next to, that's why, or it was just them. I mean, I have to go back and see some other movies by them to see.
0: Bro, but I'm telling you right now, if you go back and watch Terminator One and not think about what she w- turned into and, and watch Linda Hamilton's acting, it was very amateurish. Then too,
1: but I cared about her. True, they did a good but, job. And of that's, building that's, her. that's
0: the story. the The writers didn't do a good job at at getting her character across. Um, I just think that with her acting, she, she they could have made her better. Um, Emily Blunt would have been another good one too to to play this role. Yes, but, um, yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I wish we would have got more Danny's storyline. Um, We saw her father. We saw her brother. But we saw them for like ten seconds. I mean, it was nothing. We got no build up to be invested in this character. There was zero investment in this character for me. And I'm sure a lot of people. And when you when you have somebody as a main character, uh, you know, one of the lead roles in a movie, you have to have some sort of investment behind them. You have to invest into that character or else you're not going to care. You're not going to care if they die. You're not going to care if they have ups. You're not going to care if they have downs. You're just not going to give a shit. And that's going to pull you away from the movie. And that's what I, I think what happened here. And that's why the movie did the way it did in the box office.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And do you think, because um, we've, we've seen sequels that like movies get sequels um, where the, the first one was, all right. Um, and then the sequels can be even better. Do you think that they can make a sequel to this one? Do you want to see the Terminator franchise continue? Or do you think we honestly need to let this one sit for like 10 years and let someone with completely new fresh eyes come in, come and take a look at it later down the road?
1: I think... I honestly don't think we're going to see any more Terminators at all. I think this is going to be the end of it, unfortunately. However, you mentioned this earlier. I can 100% get behind something that has Linda Hamilton inside. Maybe... Because... Uh, why does the story have to end here with the with the with the death of or the you know, dismantling of the Rev Nine? It could they could easily pop up another story, and I'd love to see Lynn Hamilton, but they can't tell the same freaking story where we're coming to save you know we have to save you. I mean that storyline it made sense in the first two because it was so long ago, but just think of logic. Couldn't they have just went back and killed Danny's like grandmother? And then that's it. This whole shit is over. Yeah. So I mean, they could have. There's there's a gigantic loophole That nowhere where no one ever talks talks about, or thinks about.
0: Maybe the maybe the Terminators that they that Linda Hamilton's been killing the last twenty years have been the ones that were sent.
1: And if so, they failed. They should have liked that because that. that would be cool. Yeah, that would be really cool, and even show some flashbacks. Now you're giving the movie more substance. I think. But you're taking away from the main character, you're taking away from Danny, you're giving more of Linda Hamilton. And I think you just, which is why I'm saying, we just saw Linda Hamilton back for that movie, and let's see some of that.
0: We just saw what could have fixed this movie. Imagine if, yeah, uh, Sarah Connor is killing these Terminators over the course of, let's say, the first 10 years. She's killing them, and she recognizes, like, wait a second, this little girl or her, this family's around every time I kill this one. And she starts realizing, I need to protect. Maybe not the girl specifically. Maybe I need to protect this family. And the then, lineage exactly, and, and then that creates more of a connection between those two, and a better passing of the torch. Maybe, Absolutely. or maybe, Absolutely. or maybe, maybe a Terminator comes back, and it does kill Danny's parents when she's younger, and then because Sarah lost John, now she's raising Danny.
1: I honestly think if they were to, if they were to revitalize this particular franchise. That's the way to do it. Not with the Danny character. Danny's done. But Linda Hamilton and another character start with the lineage. Go back to the great-grandparents, the grandparents, whatever. Now, you're seeing Linda Hamilton protect this girl. You might not necessarily see this girl as an adult, but you know this little girl's story. From a little girl to a preteen to a teenager to an adult – all you could that's right there is like maybe two movies right there now in in the next movie you have her as an adult and that's where you finally kill linda hamilton but it's okay because now she's an adult and she can do it on her own um i I don't mean to bring this up but the walking dead for anyone who's a walking dead fan they had a a game um i don't remember the name of the freaking character from walking dead the little girl do you remember her name in the game yeah uh, i forgot what's her name yes clementine for those people for those people who 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 played the game you had a child who was clementine and she had a protector i forget the guy's name forgive me it's been so long ago but the guy was with her until the end and then he died spoiler for anyone who hasn't played the game i was freaking eight years ago however long it was he died again but it was okay because now she was okay to be on her own and to be independent the same concept you can have linda hamilton it's a new character and now you've you've built some sort of feelings for this new character because you've seen her grow along all these movies the same character but just with different stories moving along
0: i think at this point now like if they do continue this i don't want to see anything else with t- with time travel i really want to see someone bringing all the like even with the the, the, the uh, salvation with um christian bell like we just were dropped into them already in the war and the humans already part of the rebellion i would like to see A character, if it's Danny's character, the character that replaces Danny or whatever, bringing like saving humanity and saying all right we all need to get together i'm going to organize this all together so we can fight legion or skynet or whatever like show show them getting faith uh the humanity getting faith in them and humanity seeing that they that that's the person that should be leading them let's tell the story of a great leader being built up and I, 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 it's going to be sound weird to link it to this the great thing that they did with the recent planet of the apes trilogy that they did is that they showed how caesar the ape became a great leader to his people. That's the story I want to see at this point with a Terminator movie if it goes forward.
1: The last thing I want to mention, unless you got anything else, um, before we go into the uh, ratings and stuff, we've seen a lot like when these franchises, if you, you know, they go to the well 120 times and then they come back one more time. We saw it recently with Purge, where, uh, or not maybe not recently, but we saw it with the Purge and other movies where instead of moving forward, they went back backwards? to the prequel yeah with the prequel do you think there's a shot we see that the beginning of skynet the beginning of legion and how it came to be is that another way to bring it back
0: at this point i don't
1: Will people give a fuck
0: i don't think people will care i really don't like they if they're gonna do this terminator thing it has to be a complete difference like we talked about like them trying to build universes and stuff with marvel the reason why the marvel movies work is as much as marvel does have a formula Each character, each movie is really different. It's unique in a way. Um, All these movies, like Terminator 1 and 2, and everything else has all been variations of the same shit.
1: Agreed. 100%. Same thing. Recycled and recycled, and they were making money on it. But then, you know, after Rise of the Machines, I think it started kind of flopping. And the only reason I think this movie did as well... um, Don't get me wrong, it did shit, but that it even grossed as much as it did is because they brought, you know, they brought back Linda Hamilton and Arnold. Without Arnold and Linda Hamilton, God knows where this movie's at.
0: Oh, bro, it would have been maybe one of the biggest flops ever. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we can get into ratings and we can go the fuck home, bro. What do you want? What do you give this one?
1: Ah man, it it hurts me to say because Linda Hamilton and Arnold were so good in this movie. But at the end of the day, I have to take the movie as a whole for what it was. Um, I'm gonna have to go ahead and give this one a six out of 10. And I'm being really kind of generous. I mean, in reality, If we were to take Arnold and Linda Hamilton out of this movie, I'm talking 3 out of 10. That's how shit it was for me. But because of Linda Hamilton and because of Arnold, I have to give it an extra 2 to 3 points alone. That's how powerful their performances were for me. So at the end of the day, I'm going to go ahead and give this one a 6 out of 10. How about you?
0: Me? It's hard to put a number one on this one because I feel like...
1: Put a letter. So let's say L.
0: My, my thing is this, I am I'm gonna I'm, I think I'm, this is how I'm going to start judging movies. You got like you got to see it, like wait till it's on Netflix or just pass on it completely. And this one, honestly, if you're a Terminator fan, it's on Netflix or whatever streaming service you use. You're not coming out of anything in your pocket. Watch it for the op- for the opening it's action scene and watch it for the nostalgia. I can get behind that. I can't get behind anybody spending any extra money to see this shit. And I didn't hate the uh, the movie as much as you did.
1: Yeah, it's just just a miss for yeah. me.
0: I think I agree with it like a six out of ten. Because it's not, it's not horrible. There are movies that are better than this. There are movies that are oh, way absolutely. worse than this. But considering what this franchise is, no, nah, man. I it's yeah, six out of ten is probably the perfect score.
1: Absolutely. There you have it. The film bros. Six it, out man. of ten.
0: And that's that's it. That's it on Terminator. Uh damn, what's the name of this one? Dark Fate. Uh it's it's a dark fate indeed because this may have killed the franchise. That's the fate. Yeah, exactly.
1: That that, that's the when you read in the lines, it's literally the dark fate, the end. Yeah. That's it.
0: That's it. Well, JB, that's it for this episode of the podcast. Do you want to go ahead and tell everyone where they can follow you?
1: I can be reached on Twitter at the P1JB. That's at T-H-E-P-1JB. Also, uh, I can be reached on Facebook. I have a long ass name. I'm trying to figure out how to switch that, but it's Javid, J-A-V-E-D, Basharula, which I am not going to get into. But you can find us on our Facebook group, which is uh, the Film Frequency.
0: Absolutely. Go and check out the the Facebook group where we have it discussions about movies we've we've had some really great discussions over 100 members in the group now it's been around for less than a week so that's i think it was right at a week now so that's great uh growth in that amount of time you guys can follow me at ceo hayes at ceo h-a-i-z-e you can also follow us collectively on twitter at the film bros just like it sounds the film bros if you don't if you don't know how to spell it we don't want you following us
1: I think it's at the film bros pod I believe oh well, shit you know you I like putting the out. pod in at the end
0: I do that's I your do. thing that's my thing that is what it honestly is,
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> is
0: there any part words anything you want to leave them with
1: um, I just really want to thank uh, like you said I want to thank everybody for the, the responses and the reactions we're getting on Facebook also um, we are even though we're kind of a, a comeback we're, we're still kind of new with this particular show so we we do ask that you you know share this with as many people as you know. Any movie heads you know, please go on iTunes and wherever and go ahead and leave reviews. Um, give us you know likes. Obviously, we prefer five stars and nothing else. But um, as much support as possible, we appreciate each and every one of you for doing so.
0: Yeah, and that's it. We are out, and we'll see beautiful people next week. Peace. We will be back. We will. Shout out to the Hami Me Media Group, by the way. <laughs> I'll be back.